I'm straddling this really tall, amazing dancing friend of mine, managing to do everything that we've wanted to do the whole night and doing it, doing it, and doing it well, doing it, and doing it, and doing it well, and he's on the bottom, and I'm on the top, and we could not stop, we did it all night long, we did it on the stairs, while I was on my hands and knees, he was right up, just pushing me up the stairs, total engorged pleasure, thank you, the sexual enhancer was Yohimbi, I'll tell you the rest later. Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity on LivingSexyRadio.com. Living Sexy Radio. Tonight is about sex therapies, those uh, alternative sexual mm-hmm. therapies. And your therapy was herbal, right, Chase? And it was meant for men. Oh, but it worked for you. But I pushed my feminist ways on him and then my feminist wiles. And we would had a you, great uh, time. Would you say that you have a, a higher level of testosterone than most women? You know, because all women have some Must testosterone. have something because the, the definite swelling of the uh, groin area was pleasurable at best and all because of that because i've not experienced it well prior to i hadn't i've found other better ways so <laughs> something was happening on the stairs I'm, I'm interested to hear more about that yeah the stairs were really fun because he's super tall so he's got long legs and long everything's and so i was just up front just kind of you know crawling my way up and he was just nudging me. <laughs> Following behind. All I'm think- I don't even think he got off the bottom floor until we were at least halfway up. <laughs> Those are long legs. I really, and long I really, really like this guy. Said, he was so much fun and such a great dancer. I was thinking Daddy Long Legs the whole time you were telling the story. Yes. What's a, what are you talking about, Daddy Long Legs? You mean the, 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 the spider-looking spider. thing? Yeah. Or are you, you know, talking about a rapper stair? or something? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, but you know he the really big spider was, yeah. that goes? But super graceful and sensual and we had a really hot toward affair him and his three friends used to come over to my house and i used to entertain them singing and dancing because i'm like that kind of girl it was a lot of fun sing dancing and other things it sounds like no we didn't have any threesomes oh, okay. but he didn't need to share me with anybody he no. had me all covered i'll bet he did oh yes he did what do you have you covered with everything i wanted to be covered with webs those long <laughs> thick Black appendages. I'm thinking of my of stair story where I went the other way down. Well, what oh. was your what well, was your stairs? First, Gee, what happened? Yeah. What happened to you? Yeah. Obviously, I'm not too bright on stairs. I went the other way, like down. But were you getting banged as you were? No, doing my it? back was on the stairs. Then who? Where oh, was the yeah, guy? I've done that oh, one before. I, I got you. Yeah. Where was where was okay. the guy? That, oh, the and guy. And he was, was kneeling on the stair yeah, yeah. below you, basically. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And then he kept pulling you down the stairs. And, and the next day. Oh, oh yeah. Those, they, yeah, that's not the way to do the stairs. grab a pillow in between there. Yeah. Here's what yeah. you have to worry about when you're in these kind of positions. What? That when you're under the force of gravity, which is, by the way, as Trick just told me, a waveform. You want to not uh, be too concerned with, uh, I would say, eating a heavy roughage diet. You want to be farting on the guy if he's right below there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Alternative Sexual Therapies tonight on Living Sexy Radio. Great to have you along here. Whether you're listening anywhere in the world in one of 166 countries that listen every single day here to Living Sexy, or whether you're just hanging out in your own little place, unidentified and completely neutral, we're cool with that. We want you to participate in the show, Jack. Tell them how they can do that. Well, first I want to say that... uh Kudos to me. I think I'm the only man who could put uh, quantum physics and a fart joke in the same breath. So, you know, got to... Uh, no, it was really I, masterfully I, done. I consider it uh, an act of God. So, anyway. But anyway, uh, how you can reach us is several fold. I'm so excited, by the way, to have Dr. Ken in the studio. And we're going to be talking with Papa Spike. Yeah, this is a heck of a night. This is a radio program. That dude's awesome. It's just gonna. I follow him now. This radio program's gonna kick ass tonight. Stalker. I am. At Living Sexy Radio is the way to uh, follow us on Twitter. Just uh, join Twitter. Follow us on at Living Sexy Radio. Also Instagram. It's big now. You can also follow us at Living Sexy with that one with uh, Instagram and also uh, go to LivingSexyRadio.com. Because there's all kinds of stuff on LivingSexyRadio.com now. It's ridiculous the stuff we have on there. Also, Keith Kong is here in the studio. He is looking good tonight, and he has been busy out on the street again doing his conversations. We have his mentalist powers at work again tonight. Uh, we actually feel a little bit weird tonight because he came into the studio with his aura, and he touched all of us, and now we're kind of floating slightly above our seats. I'm not sure what's going on, but he'll tell us more about uh, you got an inner ear thing? What, you got an inner ear thing or no, something? No, no, I, think it's, I think it's an outer ear thing, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and we're going to talk about these therapies tonight that maybe you've never heard of. And if you're having issues with your sex, if you want to be better at it, maybe your relationship's gone down the tubes and you just can't get it up anymore, or maybe he's not turning you on, she's not turning you on. Well, we've got some answers, and Dr. Ken's going to help us with this, and we're also going to dip into our own personal knowledge and some therapies we have all gone through in our lives. We'll talk about sexual surrogates tonight. What the heck is that? Eastern medicine, which of course is Chinese, Japanese, uh, uh, to some degree uh, Buddhist practices. We'll also talk about Tantra. Some people like to call it Tantra, but I call it Tantra. I don't know. There's a large debate in the community about that. Nonetheless, it's sex magic is the topic. I participated in my own puja on Friday night with hot chocolate, which I'll tell you about. I got to tell you something. Number one, anytime you're in a puja with hot chocolate, anytime you're anywhere with hot chocolate, it's a good day. But in a puja, and I heard you had a private puja. Yours was like just a pooj. Right. Mine mine wasn't with anybody. I mean, we actually had a private session, which you just don't get usually. And then we'll we'll touch on Western medicine because they're not completely lost in this topic. There's plenty of great things that uh, psychiatrists, psychologists, and Western medicine are doing to move us along uh, as uh, sexual beings and uh, be better in our relationships. And Dr. Kent is no better person than to tell us about that, to see where Western medicine has come and how far we can go with our relationship dealing with uh you know real actual stuff that works so this is cool great show tonight on living sexy radio if you participate we're going to give you something for free tonight we're giving you a one-year free membership on livingsexyradio.com to our exclusive uncensored behind the scenes area that is a 
$36 value if you participate at all tonight. So whether you tweet us, whether you uh, get us on Skype at Living Sexy, or you call us at 866-GET-SEXY, we will plug you in for free to our exclusive behind-the-scenes area, all part of us rewarding you for being a part of our radio program. Because we're all about the connections, and we're going to connect you to some amazing things you didn't think about some of maybe unconventional ideas, or sometimes it's all in the mind, right, guys? Dr. Ken, welcome to Living Sexy Radio. Well, thank you very much. I always enjoy being here. We are more than happy to have you here tonight, because this, uh, this is a show that I really, if I thought we got to get Dr. Ken in right at the top, <laughs> because you are uh, what not only certified, but critically acclaimed as a man who can find his way and help others find their way around the bedroom. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. In a clinical way. In a clinical way, yeah. So tell me, uh, uh, for instance, a couple comes into you. Mm-hmm. Whether it doesn't matter, gay couple, straight couple, whatever. Let, yeah. Let's just, just say, say it's a couple. A, let's just say it's a couple. Okay. They come into you. They say, Doctor Ken, I can't penetrate my woman anymore. You know, I'm I'm having issues. I tried to Viagra and it made me nauseous. Uh, can you help us? What what can you do for us? Well, there's a number of things that you have to start with when you're looking at a couple that comes in with that type of an issue. Keep in mind that sex and, and erection for a man is 95% mental. The 5% physical, if the Viagra's not working, if uh, anything else as far as a, an excitatory, uh, if you want to call it oils, if you want to use any kind of rubs or, or creams or things that's just not uh, getting an, an erection, then you have to look inward. You have to look inside what's going on with the mind. Is there, are there stressors? Or are the, are, the, are the medication changes? Are they diabetic? Are there other issues going on that are preventing that? If that's not the case, then you have to figure out what's going on in the mind and why this person is not getting excited anymore in the bedroom enough to be able to, to achieve an erection and penetration. And then you go and start eliminating things a little at a time. But it takes a, a, a nice in-depth interview to do this. You have to get to really know the couple and know what's going on. What if you're just kind of casual sex friends and, you know, like you give a name a BJ for like four hours? Okay. For four hours. And you know that Okay, remember, he's, the that warning is not, if you, you give it for longer, I mean, I'm in, for longer than four hours, you got to go to the doctor. I've known this gentleman I've for heard, 25 years. Not me. I'm calling the media. <laughs> so I know his psyche. Okay. So 25 years later, you need to slow this down. You need to shut it off. Brother man, yeah. Chase is pointing to her head. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, the forehead. It it was like, and I just everything I tried. I tried to get new drunk. I tried to get new high. Of course, I did the four hours of, yeah, fellatio. But and it didn't work. Did it just finally like six a.m. It was like woo. I got to ride the pony. And and what was his reasoning behind the delay? Just a lot of emotional baggage. A lot of emotional mm-hmm. baggage and work and all this and moving. and But you, it doesn't matter. My point is, honestly, this is my opinion. Okay. It does not matter what the outside influence is. You have to have the ability to shut it off mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Yeah, but it doesn't work that way. But it should. Oh. That's well, We should opinion. all have little switches then. I got a switch. Yeah. You want to flip it? Well... <laughs> <laughs> we got a staircase right over here. Let's give that a try. Hi. <laughs> well, and and I will I will tell you from personal experience, and I'll tell this story later. That when you really get into the person you're with, and you get all the extraneous 
thoughts out of your head, all of the things that you're worried about, all of the hang-ups you have, all of the things that you're holding in, you can be free to really experience the other person in a complete way. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if a lot of people ever get there. Do they, Dr. Ken? No, I don't believe that they do because there are just... Too many pressures that are going on where people just get into a routine, and it's almost as if they're just scheduling it in their in their you know day planner, and and that's the wrong way to go about it. Uh, like we were talking about a little later on, the the tantric sex. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the best ways to take and get somebody's mind clear of those problems in the bedroom. If they are having emotional issues, you do this by stretching it out, by making everybody comfortable, and you make those problems go away for that brief period of time. And then it's amazing the performance that can happen. Right. So and use it as a distraction. Right. And that's my point. Is but a that standard blowjob is You're always going to have... No, no. But my, I, I wasn't giving that as my only therapy oh, okay. mechanism. All right. I'm just saying, ultimately, we have to accept as human beings, if we are going to participate in this wonderful, glorious connection of bodies, juices, and souls... We have to have the ability to let all of the superfluous information go away because it will always be there. Yeah. That's but all. people are going to have that. The most important advice I can give to somebody is that they have to be present. In the moment, it's all you got. That's it. This is Living Sexy Radio. I want to thank our friends at the largest superstore for adult items. And that's premiercouples.net. Premiercouples.net. Also, click the big blue butterfly on livingsexyradio.com. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. Talk to me, Broadcasting live across the globe at 10 Eastern. Turn your sexy on. This is Jack. And this is Trick, your hosts on Living Sexy Radio. You know, being healthy is a key component to being sexy. Over the past couple of years, though, I've put on a few pounds. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. I've been trying to lose weight, been on every fad diet that comes along, but diets just don't work. You know they don't, and you're not the only one. We were recently introduced to a life-changing and lifestyle-changing way of eating. It turns your metabolism from fat storing to fat burning. It's called the Metabolic System from Living Young. And it's the first and only system that corrects the metabolism. My body is now burning fat 24 hours a day. Jack and I are also changing our lives with a nitric oxide activator. It turns back the clock by increasing blood flow to every organ, including down in my nethers. It's all about increasing nitric oxide levels. The research won the Nobel Prize. And it's making a huge difference for me. Me too. We'd love for you to join us. It's easy. Just go to livingsexyradio.com and click on the big blue butterfly. We'll keep you updated on our progress on Living Sexy Radio, and we're excited to share your success stories too. Hi, it's Dante from Living Young. I'll be your coach helping you every day as you change your life. Choose a healthier, sexier lifestyle with the metabolic system. Go to livingsexyradio.com and click the big blue butterfly now. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch.
Thank you to my friends at Living Young. I also want to thank uh, a girl who does an awesome job. And she is my massage therapist. And she has a new business. And I want you to give her a call. Give her a call at uh, 321-277-7509. And uh, if you're in the Central Florida area. And uh, she does a great, uh, just great work. So I wanted to give her just a little plug to show some love. And her name is Michelle. And uh, she has a, uh, uh, a Facebook site as well, which is uh, Body of Light Massage Therapy. <laughs> right. Body of Light Massage Therapy. So check that out. Didn't sound like a light, but it, it was fine. <laughs> Hi, G-Spot. Hi, my name is Tom. Yeah, this is G-Spot, and it's time for her gooey gossip segment. And it is going to be gooey, starting with the Grammy Awards, and then we'll move on to a segment that we want to do about presidents, uh, or, well, maybe presidents-to-be, at least candidates anyway. Uh, President's Day was yesterday, so we've got some inside scoop on the sex lives of the presidential candidate. So this is very interesting stuff. Well, I, I think it all blends in together. So well, who's living good. sexy is really what we want to yeah, know. We really want to know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what what about what about the Grammys? Of course, last night, uh, big 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 shoe. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, Taylor Swift, who we all know, who is amazingly talented. I mean, you got to give kudos where it needs to go. This girl writes her own music, her own lyrics to everything. I, I believe she's also a producer. I don't know. She's up there. Nonetheless, she wins again last night. And, you know, there's been this spat between her and the Mr. West guy. Right? Kanye. Yeah, I always say his name wrong. That's why I was asking what do you call him? What do you call him? Doofus? Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah, probably. That's probably accurate. I don't like him at all. I, I, you I, know what? You know what? All this Kanye hate. I, I'm, it, I, I don't I'm hate. still trying. No, I'm just saying there is a lot. Not your, not that you are. There's Kanye dislike and Kanye hate going around. Okay, <laughs> the guy is an idiot. I agree. I don't like him at all. All right, all right. But he's playing the bad guy. It's his no, thing. No, he's he playing. He's, to, he's playing himself, which is an idiot. He yeah, likes it, to get under people's skin, and, and he does a really good job of it. No. I just think the guy's laughing all the way to the bank. No, personally. he's not. He's fifty million dollars, fifty-three million dollars. Well, now he's laughing over to the uh, Kim Kardashian to the, side. To the God, Kardashian thank, house, or uh, thank God he's got shelf butt on his side. <laughs> that was awesome. What's shelf butt? A good butt. So, nonetheless, Taylor Swift gets up and she speaks about, uh, you know, some things that he has been saying. In fact, I believe he wrapped it in a song. Yeah, yeah, he did. He he, he talks about uh, that he made that bitch famous, or he made the bitch famous, and the bitch he's talking about is Taylor Swift. Well, she's a good bitch. Well, I wouldn't uh, mind hanging out with her. Uh, so he doesn't the- write. She doesn't write songs about him calling him a doofus okay <laughs> not yet but it, it'll probably come so nonetheless she gets up last night and gives a speech i want to say to all the young women out there i want to say to all the young women out there there are going to be people along the way who will try to undercut your success 
or take credit for your accomplishments or your fame. But if you just focus on the work and you don't let those people sidetrack you, someday when you get where you're going, you'll look around and you will know that it was you and the people who love you who put you there. And that will be the greatest feeling in the world. Thank you. So apparently this was directed at Mr. West. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And uh, she got this award for 1989. And I will be honest, I have not even listened to one song probably from... Well, you know all those songs. Really, from 1989? They're huge, massive hits, yeah. Probably. So she's basically saying, don't let this person sidetrack you. She was a little shocked that she yeah. won, just for the record, because there there were a few people in that little group. Uh, Chris Stapleton, for an example, who's an amazing artist, writes his own songs as well, and writes many songs for other famous people. Yeah. So she really thought that she was not going to win last night. Sure, she was up against some stiff competition, but she had Blank Space off that album, Bad Blood, Shake It Off, and Shake It Off was a huge phenomenon. Everybody still talks about shaking things off, and <laughs> it was just one of those songs that just became an anthem. So, I, I believe huge album. Mr. West should like listen to her lyrics. And just shake it off and yeah. be done with it. Because this feud's been going on for two years. Well, it's not going to happen because, uh, you know, <laughs> we got up on stage at the MTV uh, Video Music Awards back in 2009, did that whole spiel where he said Beyonce has the greatest song video ever and all this. And, you know, it was just, uh, it was dumb. You know, this girl works really hard. She's very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. I don't know why this little tiff between her and this guy get over it. Hey, listen, maybe she'll bail him out. And pay the $53 million he's in debt. I don't think so. What else happened at the Grammys? (laughs) Well, you know, I got to talk about Lady Gaga. I really do, because I'm a huge Davey Bowie fan. And I didn't get a chance to really watch it last night because we were on the air. So I didn't get to see it until today. And I got to tell you, I watched her at the Super Bowl when she did the national anthem. Totally impressed with the fact that she's kind of come out of her own. But last night... Her doing this David Bowie tribute was outstanding. Outstanding. visually stunning as well which uh, she's always visually stunning but this one was just crazy crazy and if you go back in his videos in the time her even her moves like she was really trying to get every move that that man had ever made in his lifetime yeah and she she nailed it i absolutely believe she nailed it however she had some critics after you know, there was always a critic, right? She always has always. critics. But when she walked the red carpet, I don't know if you guys saw what she had on. She had that red flamed colored hair, totally David Bowie, and this blue jacket that ju- it was so stunning. Like I when I saw the picture, yeah. I was 
shocked how beautiful it was. So, And I know you were really impressed by that keyboard she was playing that was dancing around. That and stuff. was awesome. Because, I mean, you look at that thing, and it's like it's moving. It's moving. It starts moving. Right, and I thought, right. I thought maybe something was wrong with it. Like they, like Larry had to go and like fix the, uh, the left side or something, man, and support that thing. But it, and then it started to like gyrate with her hips and stuff. Right. Well, me being a keyboard player, it's yeah, like, see, I, there, hey, it's I like want the, a keyboard yeah, like that. that you know? <laughs> that moves the microphone yeah. like that. Are we going to have that next year in uh, Talladega? Uh, you know, what do you I, think? Man? I, I only wish I could have a keyboard like that. No but, doubt. That uh, was amazing. I, I thought it was, a, it was a good show. There was a lot of stuff that went kind of haywire, but uh, I, I thought the artists were, looked great. Uh, there was some really great music on the show. I thought this year, musically, I think is one of the best years for pop in a long time, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, there's just been a lot of really good groundbreaking music in a lot of different genres, whether it's hip-hop, R&B, pop, country, look across the whole gamut. And there's been some great music written and produced this year. Uh, I think this year is going to go down as one of the better years in music, 2015. Well, one of my favorites about, of was Bruno Mars. Like yeah. I always say, I just want to take his little head and put him between my breasts and just rub yeah. him. Yeah. Uptown I Funk. Now, him. Mark oh. Ronson never gets any love for that song, and it's really his song. Right. And it just happened to be sung by, you know, uh, this other guy who, who's, who's mentioned on the record. Uh, but it's a Mark Ronson song. So who's Mark Ronson? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. I have no idea. Yeah. All I know is Bruno Mars. Well, thank you for the uh, info on the on the Grammy Awards. Now let's get to the presidents. Well, we had President's Day yesterday in our country, and I believe even in Canada they had a holiday yesterday. Right? Yeah, it's called I'm Glad We're Not uh, the United States. Day. Absolutely. Yeah, I, agree. I, I believe they're dedicating it to Cruz because he, if he's successful, he will actually be the president of both Canada and the United States, I believe, because he was born in Canada. So do I not think that's talk how it works. about Grandpa Munster like that. Okay, I won't. Okay, good. So we why do you call him Grandpa Munster? Because he looks just like him. He looks identical to Grandpa Munster. I'm sorry, he does. So nonetheless, let's talk about these candidates because they're really interesting. Okay. The first one, Bernie Sanders. You know, yes. they're trying to dig and dig and dig. Where can we get this guy? Like, what can we find on Bernie Sanders? Who, by the way, has served over 35 years in political arena of being elected, right? 35 years. It's like, 35. It's like voting. It'd be like voting for your old Jewish uncle who kind no, of babbles grandpa. sometimes. Though. I love this or old like, grandpa. You know what I mean? Like. I love it. I love him. Hey, like, hey, is the bread fresh today? By the way, we're going to fix the economy. It's just, I don't know. It just seems a little <laughs> dichotomic. You know what I mean? Like dichotomous. Stop it. Keith yeah. Kong, how what are is, you? Welcome, what man. Is, uh, what, is, uh, what does he sound like in bed? Do, do, just, let's say he's having sex with somebody. What, what would he be doing in bed? I hope you shave down there because uh, Big B is going in between. He's going down deep. Hey, Hunter, get on top. My back. Get on top. I, I can't do this position anymore. Are you feeling the burn? <laughs> Are you feeling a, I'm feeling a burn because I just put some hemorrhoid medicine on because, you know, I'm having a problem. <laughs> he is very good in shape. I bet he would, like, outdo you in two seconds. Oh, yeah. I know you're a Bernie fan. I I'm am. just having a little fun with I you. Keith's a Bernie fan, too, it sounds oh, like. Yeah. Are you, awesome. You, burn? you know, right. most young people are. Nonetheless, he... Uh, this Dr. Is what, Ken's th not. This is what they... <laughs> well, uh, I, you know, uh, young people are idealistic. That's why. Right. He's putting out we, all these ideals. We need it. 
But, we need you know, that. the thing yeah. is, you, there's, you a, can, there's one thing about there's ideals and then there's actual stuff that can actually happen in the real world. That's a whole nother thing. Uh, it it yeah. costs. It's called money is needed. So let's let's things? have Grandpa uh, Monster. Okay. okay. So Grandpa so, Monster. Who's so we've got no, Bernie no, no. and we've Bernie, got Monster. No, I'm going to talk about Bernie Sanders did this essay back in the day that now is being compared to Fifty Shades of Grey. But he did it back in 1972. Ah, okay. So they're all saying that he had these sexual fantasies because he wrote this essay. Well. Listen, I've had many sexual fantasies, but I didn't write about but it. But if you had them with Bernie Sanders. Well, maybe back in 1972, I'd be okay with that. I'm not saying right now, in 2016. Yeah, would you, though? Would you, would, if, he, if he wooed you to his private suite? You never know. Don't, Bernie's living sexy. Don't underestimate G-Spot. Okay, so t- tell me about this essay that he wrote. Why, is, why should we care about this today? Because it was how many years ago? 40 years ago. Yeah, he talks about a man goes home and masturbates his typical fantasy, a woman on her knees, a woman tied up, a woman abused. So he's saying as a man, this is what they, they envision as they're masturbating. A woman enjoys intercourse with her man, and she fantasizes being raped by three men simultaneously. Well, I've never done that, but that's pretty cool. The man and woman get dressed up on Sunday and go to church or maybe to their revolutionary political meeting. How ironic he uses that word back in 1972. Well, he's been using the same shtick for 35 yeah. years. You know yeah, what? pretty Good. much. But I you like know. that. I like the same shtick for 25, 30 years. <laughs> okay. I hear, I hear the groaning through my headphones. <laughs> So okay, nonetheless, so but can we buy this this essay? Is it available anywhere? Because <laughs> I sure, want to read it. I'm sure it. it's for I'm free. I'm sure it's it's riveting. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. But that's it. Got Papa Spike calling all the way from Belgium. I think you're in Belgium, right? Or are you in England? I I I can never know where you are. You're you're always uh, traveling all over the place. Uh, where, where where are you living right now, Papa Spike? In England. In England. Ah, Papa Spike, welcome back to uh, Living Sexy Radio, and uh, I want to uh, I want you to listen to some of this because we got uh, we got some gooey gossip. Here's here's the thing we because it was President's Day yesterday, right? And uh, what we wanted to do was G Spot, tell us who your four sexiest presidents were in history, and then we're going to decide which of these four presidents was. Living the most sexy. Oh, for me? Yes. Oh, JFK, hands down. Okay, we have JFK as one. Uh, I go for uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln because he had a lot of he had a lot of repressed sexual energy, um, <laughs> and uh, he chopped logs. So I go for Lincoln. Uh, uh, tr- uh, uh, Keith Kong. I think Barack Obama because he's just probably the. The coolest president that we had. Like no other president have I seen taking selfies and interacting with the youth. You know, so I think he's really in tune with how to live sexy. So he's living sexy, uh, uh, according to Keith Young. A trick. Hands hands down, it has to be Bill Clinton. Okay, so we have Bill Clinton. Here's a guy. Here's a guy that 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 got that that was famous. uh, Dr. Ken for saying that. You know, uh, he did not have uh, uh, sexual relations with 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 that woman. You sounded like Jimmy Cagney. You didn't sound uh, like Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're going to talk like Bill. you got to talk like Bill. Um, <laughs> hey, Mr. President. <laughs> I thanks for visiting Living right. Sexy. Thank you very much. You, you need to bring in Thomas Jefferson. 
Well, because okay. he was our first interracially integrated president. Okay. Yeah. He's got a whole family that celebrates every year down at his mansions. And he used to go uh, to Paris, France with Ben Franklin and go yeah, a whoring. That was, they, they that was like their pastime. Yes. So you got to you right. go back into history. You can't yeah. be as shallow as to say Barack Obama. No. Okay. What about, uh, <laughs> how about you, Chase? Chase, who's your, uh, your pick for the sexiest president uh, or the president who was living the sexiest lifestyle uh, while he was in office? JFK, hands down. All right. Now, we already have one said JFK. We got two JFKs. Papa Spice going to make the uh, deciding vote here, okay? So we have JFK, Clinton, Obama, Abraham Lincoln, who was a sexy devil, and uh, Thomas Jefferson, Tojo. So uh, of those Tojo presidents... Tojo is not going to get my vote. That's gross. Of those presidents... No, that's Tojam. Of those presidents, <laughs> who would you say is the sexiest of all time, living the sexiest? Personally, uh, uh, the naughtiest was Bill Clinton. Yeah, he. I, I think that uh, I think that you and Papa Spike got it down. I think it is. Yeah. It is uh, but naughty, boy. not sexy. Yeah. See, and that That's was a difference, the difference from last yeah, night. Yeah, but yes. he, he plays the saxophone. JFK was the sexiest he bitch in the, the Oval Office. Right, so the okay, saxophone so is sexy. Papa, 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 Papa Spike. Spike is the saxophone not a sexy instrument? Very. Yeah. Now, now, Papa, you, you heard. He's been sexy. You picked the naughtiest. What about who just the plain out sexiest? Not necessarily naughty. Although JFK. I guess those things are tied JFK. hand in hand, aren't they? No. JFK. Thank JFK. you. Because he had class. He was banging them two at a time in the Clinton old office. Clinton is an Arkansas pig. Good. Sorry, babes. <laughs> I. Um, <laughs> Papa Spike, welcome back to the show. You have something naughty. What what are, what are you talking about tonight? That's naughty. It's a uh, it's your book, right? Yeah, my book and my upcoming feature film that they're making about my book. My we're story. really excited to hear about the film. Now, we were talking to you about a documentary, of course, last time we had you on. But now yes. this is a true feature film about your life. Can you tell us more about it? Uh, basically, I finally found a, the perfect production company based in London who who are allowing me to have full say 100% control of the final product. So every scene, every actor involved, soundtrack, everything is my, I have the final say. And because it's about my life story, I think it, that's how it should be, because I want this film to be so real and people watching it and they're going to walk out their theater speechless. You know, they're going to be blown away by my naughtiness and everything that's happened to me in my life. And uh, it's quite a story. As you know, you've read it. I, uh, we have read it now. Now, i got to ask you, is there some possible way that you could write in a little scene where you're getting interviewed by a group of bright and very sexy radio hosts? That... No, 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 definitely. I'll definitely, I'll definitely have you guys on the show, on the, on, in the film. Don't well, you Well, thank worry. you, thank you, Papa Spike. That's awesome. Why don't you, why don't you briefly tell? I'm excited now. Why don't you briefly tell um, us again? Because uh, we had you on a few months ago, but it's good to, it's good to hear the story because this is actually a very inspiring story. Uh, tell folks uh, about uh, about how you became Papa Spike, and uh, and and then uh, and then things happened. Okay, well, basically, uh, I grew up in South Africa, and then uh, well, I was born in Belgium, grew up in South Africa, then went to Florida, Canada, 
in Tilly, and uh, I was playing rugby for the Dallas Harlequins, where we won the national club championships. And uh, and then I was playing with with uh, one of the most famous rugby players in history, Nas Buerta, the next Springbok Flower. And uh, he played with me and lived with me for two years in Dallas, Texas. And uh, after we won the championship, he said to me, Spike, you're too good to be playing in the States. You need to come back to South Africa and play. So I went back to South Africa and played there for a few years professionally. And uh, because I had a really good physique and bald head and tattooed and stuff, I started getting a lot of endorsements, kind of like David Beckham did in, in uh, English football, soccer, as you call it in America. And uh, and then I got a contract to model in America, and I modeled for Diesel, Ray-Ban, Harley Davidson, Benson Edges Cigarettes. I was on billboards all over the world, did a lot of commercials. And, and then I got into... Uh, doing films and did a few stunts in a couple of films and TV series like Tropical Heat, American Ninja. And while I was playing rugby, I was on steroids because to play at that level, you have to be on steroids to compete. And then when I went to America and got into the modeling industry, uh, everybody was doing coke and ecstasy and acid and and I had never even smoked a cigarette in my life. You know, I was a health freak. You know, I used to train five, six hours a day in the gym and play rugby. And and then one day at, at an after party, after a, a modeling shoot, everybody was like, Spike, do a line, do a line. And I said, no, I'm not going to touch, touch that shit. And then one day I went and I sniffed a big line and I got hooked. Just from one, uh, one sniff, right? Yeah, from one sniff, and and then uh, I was spending three to five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars a day on coke, and then I got then I got into crack cocaine, and that totally almost killed me. Um, then I got the lead role in a TV series that was being shot in in Chile, in South America. And I flew down there and I married the lead actress. And uh, three months into the marriage, one day I was cooking dinner and it felt like somebody stabbed me with a massive knife right through my heart. And I collapsed on the floor and I called my wife. I said, call an ambulance, something is wrong. And she thought I was kidding and she went back to bed. Two, three hours later, she woke up panicking, so I wasn't in bed next to her, ran in the kitchen, found me ice cold on the floor, no pulse, nothing. She said I was dead called the police saying my husband just died on, my, on the kitchen floor. And they arrived with paramedics and they put an adrenaline needle through my heart and got my heart pumping long enough to get me to the operating theater. And they opened me up and my entire aorta had exploded and split in half from my heart went down to my legs. And I went, in, I went into a coma for weeks. I wanted to amputate both my legs. I flatlined twice. They told my parents to say goodbye to me. My parents called a priest in, gave him my benefiction, said their goodbyes. And uh, and and then and you, and we, now you're uh, now you're talking to us. Yeah. So uh, and you know, you know what the most interesting thing about this is is the first time we scheduled you to come on the show, you had a heart attack that night. 
and you were very no, apologetic. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a few. Yeah, I mean, and then, and that then, was that was a hell of an excuse. I mean, it's like yeah, right. you know, uh, well, sorry I couldn't make the show last night. I had a massive heart attack and was rushed to the hospital. That was the only we were uh, we were concerned. We're like, well, wait a minute. Papa Spike's a solid guy. How come he didn't come on? <laughs> well, mate, I had a heart attack. And by the way, I'm doing a European tour next week. And I said, I said, you're doing a European well, tour. And, and and what kind of blew us away last time we talked to you is it's a week after your heart attack, and you decided to go to Amsterdam and party with one of your buddies for a week. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I know. My best friend Joe from Florida came to see me, and. Uh, he took me to Amsterdam and went to Venice and Italy and, and uh, south of Spain. You know what the best thing about that is? You were smart enough to get the heart attack out of the way before you went. You see? Exactly. That way you don't have to worry about having one uh, when you're on the trip. Right, Dr. Ken? That's a fact. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, so we have a we have an actual doctor in the studio tonight, and uh, he's uh, very interested in your story and your life and what's going on in your world right now. And you've got a big project ahead of you with this movie. How's your health? Do you feel you're up to it? Uh, yeah, no, I'm up to it. Um, you know, I mean, a quarter of my heart surgeon, I'm bionic. He can't believe I'm still alive. You know, because uh, I mean, the initial heart attack happened in '97, and then in 2000, and they replaced about. A foot of my aorta. That's amazing. Uh, an artificial one, and then uh, my femoral uh, aorta split again in 2009. I was given two percent chance of surviving the operation, and after like a 23-hour operation, they they replaced about three feet of my aorta with an artificial one, and. Uh, so, so do you, or when you rip open your shirt at the end of the night, does it have a big S on the chest? <laughs> I'm wondering about this because you're describing things that are just medical improbabilities that you're still here. Uh, I know, I know. It, it's I mean, amazing. I, I mean, I, you have a blessed I, I life. Had the, I had probably one of the best heart surgeons in the world uh, fly, fly to Chile to, to operate on me, and he said he had never seen anything like it. You know, and uh, he he said even on the operating table, if they order splits an inch, yeah. you lose the patient every time. And mine just split from my heart and went down to my legs and left on the floor for three hours. I mean, he, he honestly couldn't believe it. And he thinks the only way that I did survive is only because I was so super fit, you know? Yeah, that would probably be it. The, the muscles probably kept well, everything trapped. It's like Lamar Odom. Yeah. Nobody yeah. could have survived what Lamar Odom did at, right. the, at the whorehouse, right, with right. the cocaine and the, uh, exactly. the booze. Here's the word of the day. Athleticism pays off. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I would Papa say that. Spike. Hi, it's G-Spot. Hello, G-Spot. Hi, Papa Spike. I've been following you. I don't stalk you, but I do follow you. Yeah. Yes. Did you get engaged? No, that was a joke. Oh, because she was a cute. She was a cute girl. So we thought y'all got you got engaged. Did you play a joke on me? Yeah, and no, I posted a picture saying I'm getting married uh, February thirtieth. And everybody thought I was getting married. I yeah, believe well, I I it. is February 30th, <laughs> so right, it makes right. sense. Yeah. I, I forgot there was not 30 days in February. but <laughs> Well, there's usually not even 29 except not for this year. Leap year. So, well, yeah. I, I, was, I was hoping not. So, uh, Papa Spike, I, 
I know that that you're still uh, you're still taking good care of the ladies. Uh, you have bedded down uh, probably countless uh, women over the years. I know that uh, uh, you know you 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 have quite a rapport with the ladies. And tonight we're doing a show on alternative sexual therapies. If you had any advice to give guys that are listening tonight on how to stay virile and how to stay you know uh, able to please that woman. Uh, into your later years and through health problems, what would you tell them? Drink wine, red wine. Red wine, a lot of adding oxidants in the red wine. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, I mean, I, I drink. I probably drink a bottle a day, and it's you know. And even my heart surgeon, he said, he said to me, Spike, well, how how do you do it? I said, well, I drink. I smoke a pack of Marlboro Reds a day, and I drink a bottle of red wine a day. And he said. I can't believe it, but whatever you're doing, don't stop because it's working. You know. <laughs> well, but uh, but but you don't smoke now, do you? Of course. Wow. Smoking right now. <laughs> and drinking red wine, I'll bet. So so, look, Papa Spike, you mind if I ask you a question? It's kind of because it's living sexy, right? This is Doctor Ken here, um, yeah. and. and have you noticed a difference in your ability to perform sexually since they replaced your femoral artery? No, not at all. No, has it gotten any better? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I think it has because the blood flow, plus I'm on warfarin, the blood thinner. Yes. So I think the blood flow is much better now. Yeah, I mean, would you, so you would say you're pretty erect all the time then, right? Because, I mean, that, that blood flowing. Yeah. Well, the femoral artery supplies the, the gonad area. Well, they don't call and them Papa Spike for nothing. You know, yeah, that, exactly. that, when you replace that tube <laughs> and there you get better flow through there, that's you're probably, you know, like you're a teenager again at the you know, first couple of years after they replaced that. Yeah. Hey, uh, remind me, guys, next year for my uh, 38th birthday to uh, go get a new femoral artery. New femoral. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, so, wow. um, I'm blown away. You know, we, we've been sending people to buy your book uh, for the last few months. Uh, we would love to, to sell some more copies tonight, uh, and we'd love for you to, to, to tell people how they can connect with you, and we'll put some links up on our website as well. Okay. Uh, well, you can either get it from my my own personal website, which is www.papaspyk.com. And click on the order now link on, on the home page, or go to Lulu dot uh, com, the uh, publishing company. It's a big American publishing company, and uh, and just type in Papa Spike or a naughty thing called Life, which is the title of my book. And, and Spike uh, is spelled S P Y K. Yeah. And I promise, no. I'll stop stalking you. Nah, 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 please don't, G-Spot. <laughs> he's, he's asking really nicely, G. Yeah. I know. I, I like him. I like his, like, his, uh, his bald head, big muscles. He's a sexy son of a bitch. Blue oh, eyes. No we don't, uh, Keith, any, uh, any questions for Papa Spike? Yeah, the last time we had you on the air, we talked about the potential actor that would play you in the movie, and now that it's actually happening... Do you have any idea who it would be? We talked about Vin Diesel and Jason Statham last time. What are you thinking? Uh, well, my ultimate first choice would be Tom Hardy. He was in Bronson, and he just did the rec- He was in the latest Batman, and and he just came out of the film called Legend. Uh, but I liked him in all the Laurel and Hardy movies too. 
That's a different Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he uh, always made me laugh. That guy. He, 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 yeah, I could. Could you see him as Spike? He's got the shaved hair there. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm just looking at a picture of. Uh, and on, also on Tom his Hardy. surname being Hardy. Yeah, he better get your muscles. <laughs> G, G likes right. your muscles, uh, Papa Spike. I do. And, and she's single, and I guess you are too, so maybe you guys should just meet in Rome or something and uh, and have some uh, have some fun. Uh, I, I can do that. G-Spot, uh, G-Spot might, whatever's out of, out of whack with you, she might put that sucker right back in whack. You, you know never I mean? know. You're getting Papa Spike up. excited. <laughs> <laughs> he just took his presser medicine. You can't do that, G. <laughs> Papa Spike, want to thank you again for being on Living Sexy Radio, and uh, we wish you the best with uh, everything that's going on in your world. Great to have you taking in oxygen, taking in uh, wine, and uh, still being that sexy guy that you are. Uh, we love you here at Living Sexy Radio, and uh, we'll have you on again soon. All right. Oh, it's been a pleasure, my brothers, and it's four o'clock in the morning here, so I better get some beauty sleep. Yeah, and thank you for thank you for coming on at, yeah. at you know three really thirty a.m. We appreciate it, man. No, it's it's a it's it's been an honor and a pleasure, and uh, I will definitely speak to the producer and the director about uh, doing a thing where we can get you guys on on uh, on the, in the film interviewing me or something. Yeah, that would be awesome, awesome. You know, a little bit part. We'll uh, right. we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. Have a good rest. In peace, but you can be one of my girls. I wow. hope. I only he's hope gonna, so. He's gonna write you in. I hope so. Perfect. Please with his, do. With his big pencil. Please do. And no eraser. I love big pencils. Yeah. Thanks, Papa Spike. You won't Spike. be disappointed with mine. Trust me. I love you, brother. <laughs> you have a great one, man. He. That's a promise right there. I think. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Said you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. So how big is big enough? <laughs> Look at you, Redangri. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couples Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couples Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couples Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy Live on TuneIn, Apple TV, and LivingSexyRadio.com. Living any other way is just plain boring. I took a break uh, for the last couple days, but recently I went to an awesome party. It ended up being this experience, all these great people from New York and New Jersey. So I want to give a shout out to those folks. Um, We ended up naked pretty early in the party, and it just kind of rolled from there. 
the hosts were awesome. And uh, the uh, beds were, uh, were bouncy. And they were unmade. Uh, in short order. And uh, it, was, uh, it was what I would refer to as a, um, a booty feast. Because the booty was some of the choicest booty that I have experienced with my five senses. Uh, in fact, even my third eye got a little throbby. You know when that happens. And uh, these women, they had progressively larger asses. And they were just beautiful asses. And they, these were gorgeous, gorgeous, dark, delicious women. Because, you know, I like it uh, dark and delicious. It's fun. You're preaching to the choir, brother. And, uh, <laughs> of course. Living Sexy Live presents Kong Versation with mentalist and attraction specialist Keith Kong. Getting answers to the sexy questions only he dares to ask. Hey, Keith Kong. Welcome back to the show, man. Well, we've got you in the studio tonight. This is awesome. Uh, tell us about this uh, conversation you had with these three dudes. Tonight's conversation is about foreplay and what's their favorite type of it. And we're talking to three guys, Jonathan, David, and Stan. What is your favorite kind of foreplay? Uh, massage. Yeah. It's like a, just a nice massage. Yeah, honestly, I mean, yeah. imagination. Using my imagination, um, I would say uh, just a nice, uh, you know, quiet, sensual massage. Yeah. And then the happy ending. Of course. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's foreplay, right? Um, dirty talk. Definitely dirty talk. Um, I love to uh, definitely role play as well. That's definitely something that's fun. You know, it's good to be kinky sometimes, you know. Foreplay would be more role-playing is my favorite. Uh, maybe the doctor and the nurse, the businessman and the secretary or stuff like that. Any costumes or use your imagination? Just imagination's enough. You know, mine yeah, keeps things keeps alive. What do you think of oral sex? Well, I love it. I think it's great for both parties, a girl and a guy. You know, I think, you know, it's, it's natural. That's the steps, you know, leading to sex and everything. And it's good foreplay. So do you prefer to give or receive? Uh, I'm a giver. I love to eat a girl out. He, uh, he put his sexy voice on for that one, the third guy. That, that, he, was, uh, he was turning Stan. it on, wasn't he? That's that Stan? Is that uh, one which one? The, the one the that just guy, finished, yeah. right? No, yeah. that was David. Oh, oh David. okay. Um, so they didn't always go in order. No, they we mix them up. We like to. I like to mix my men up, too. <laughs> yes, you do. Now, uh, Keith Kong. Uh, on the stairs. In mm-hmm. <laughs> color as well. Just no farts. Keith Kong, how Never do people uh, find out more about you? Only from my kitty cat. You mean a queef? Yes. Oh, Lord. You can find me <laughs> You can find me on my website at kongmagic.com. Also, at kongmagic on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Keith Kong Mentalist on Facebook. 
You've been listening to Living Sexy. Find tonight's show and any of our past shows on iTunes and livingsexyradio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.